It's time for the Savvy Realtor Podcast. I'm Walter Storholt alongside Angie Cole, the owner and broker in charge of A. Cole Realty, serving you throughout the triangle, teaching you about the ins and outs when it comes to buying or selling a home. You can find the team online by going to acolerealty.com. That's A-C-O-L-E, realty.com, or by calling 919-578-3128. That's 919-578-3128. And now it's time for one of the top Realtors in the triangle, Angie Cole, and the Savvy Realtor Podcast. Things are still moving and shaking here in the Triangle and in the greater Fayetteville, Angie. I know that you and your team, you know, you haven't really taken your foot off the pedal at all. There's there's not been a lot of Netflix and chill for you guys, right? You've been staying right. pretty busy. We have. You know, I, I think across the board, everyone has seen it slow down just a teeny bit, but not really. I mean, our, our team is still actively selling homes. We've pretty much uh, been closing, or not closing, but putting under contract one home a day. Um, so both, whether it be on the, the buy side, the seller side, you know, things are rocking and rolling. And, you know, I don't think that that's going to change anytime soon, um, if at all, just because there is such limited inventory. And, you know, everyone has reasons for why they need to buy or sell a home. And so there will always be buyers in the market. There will be always homes that need to be sold. Um, and so we're we're keeping strong right now. Well, I've got some interesting stats and figures I want to throw your direction, Angie, that I thought might lead to some interesting discussions. Some of these things are coronavirus related. Some of them are not. So we're going to take a little break from some of the coronavirus uh, talk on today's show and still focus on some basics of you know real estate and buying and selling homes and some of the things that we should know during any time, coronavirus or not. And uh, also look at some long-term data as well. But I want to put some context to these numbers and figures. Otherwise, it's going to get really boring. Uh, but I think this will spark some fun talk. Um, according to one brokerage, 12% of offers in the past week were made without the buyer seeing the home in person. So video tours only 12%. And that's up from basically 0% prior to the pandemic. So as we've talked about the last couple of weeks here on the show, we, we thought that this would become a trend and the data is starting to trickle in that shows that being the case. Yeah, um, you know, I think, well, I know from market to market is different, just depending on what the rules and regulations are behind, you know, whether or not real estate is deemed essential or not. And in our market, in the triangle and in the FAFL market, realtors are deemed essential. Um, so that means that we can show homes. People can go and look at homes. We can go on listing presentations. Um, but we do have one county that we cover, Durham County, um, that is not allowing showings. Um, and so in that area, I actually was talking to one of my buying agents just the other day, and there was this home that popped up. Um, there was just a price reduction on it, and they were about to make an offer on this home. Um, and there is actually an addendum that has been drawn up that can accompany an offer. And pretty much you negotiate an offer, but you give a very minimal you know, amount of money to negotiate the offer. And then since you have an executed contract, then you can go see the home. And then once they step foot in the home, they love the home, then a lot more money is at risk at that point or the due diligence money. So, I mean, there's ways around making it work. Um, but, you know, we actually, before the pandemic, we would write an offer here and there, sight unseen, just because we have so many people relocating to our area. Maybe they can't make the quick trip, um, you know, to look at home, so they have to do it all virtually. We're also seeing where a lot of parents are buying homes for their kids who are going to be students 
at our local schools. And if they're going to be there for at least four years, it's so smart to buy a property as an investment versus them renting. Um, And so a lot of times, again, we're doing those showings virtually for them. So we definitely were not at 0% in any way. Yeah. you know, I, I would say maybe, you know, three or five percent. But for us, that number really hasn't gone up just because uh, for the most part, we're not limited on our showings. That's interesting. So you're yeah. actually probably in disagreement with the fact that it was basically zero percent prior to the pandemic, at least for yeah. your team. But also you haven't seen the jump that maybe others have seen. And yeah, very market dependent, probably. E- right, right. Things. As far as, you know, what type of, you know, for example, in North Carolina with our stay at home order, you know, once again, real estate is deemed essential. So we can still show homes. Um, so business really is just the same unless a seller doesn't feel comfortable. But for the most part, yeah, we're still out there showing. Interesting. A study done or a survey done shows that one in four Americans, so 25%, are going to use that stimulus check on housing. So the checks are going to go to rent, mortgages, utilities, those kinds of things. And that makes sense. I mean, if people are, you know, what, what, what do you, we need food and shelter, right? I mean, those are yep, two of the yep. basics. So yeah, it makes smart. sense that they're going to go to those kinds of expenses. However, let's just pretend that folks listening to today's show are in good financial shape. They've got some flexibility with what to do with that stimulus money. Maybe they want to put it back in the economy and help. Since this is a real estate and kind of home show, if you will, if we didn't need the stimulus check to necessarily you know, put food on the table tomorrow, and we were thinking about doing some home upgrades, what would you do with that 2400 to 3400 obviously kind of depending on the size of your family, uh, what would you do with that money right now? If you uh, could do a home upgrade or you yeah. know, something like that, or or and uh, what would make sense for just I know you, it depends on the house, but like the sure. average person, what if you were going to try and upgrade your home and maximize value, what yes. would you tweak with those dollars? Put in granite, granite, okay, granite countertops. Um, you know the thing that people most time pay attention to, or they want to make sure that it's already upgraded is the kitchen. So granite countertops, stainless steel appliances. So if your home doesn't already have those items, I would definitely use that money and upgrade there. Which that amount of dollars for the average size kitchen, that's probably, depending on the uh, level of granite you go with, that's certainly, you might cover the whole cost of the project right there. Yeah, yeah. You definitely should be able to um, for most size kitchens. And, you know, when it, when it comes to granite, you don't have to go and put in a level five granite. You know, mm-hmm. level one is just as acceptable and, and beautiful as well. So, um, you know, put in a level one granite, um, which is, you know, definitely a lot more affordable uh, versus when you go up in the grades. Uh, but yeah, that amount of money definitely should cover it for the most part. There you go. Granite There's the number one go-to upgrade if you uh, don't have that in place in your home right now and you're looking for somewhere to spend that stimulus check. The Granite folks are loving us right now, Angie. <laughs> yes, that's definitely. Uh, absolutely. So that's a good one. Very fun. Uh, a Freddie Mac study, going through some stats and figures on today's show here on the Savvy Realtor. A Freddie Mac study uh, says that real estate market is short by 3.3 million homes. This is in the entire country. Now, this was as of early March before most of the lockdowns and things like that went in place. But this is more of a longer term, bigger conversation. So even with the coronavirus, this isn't 
that doesn't necessarily affect these numbers. Uh, the shortage has been rising by about 300,000 housing units per year. And even with the coronavirus, the long-term projection or prediction is that we'll continue to have a competitive buying market as millennials get more into their 30s and become prime home buyers. So you look at that long-term, Angie, it sounds like we're going to be in a competitive buying environment for a really long time. Sure, we'll have mm-hmm. ups and downs, but on the whole, it sounds like the next several years will be very competitive. Yeah, I, I do not foresee anything changing definitely in our market. Um, I know, once again, every market's a little bit different, but with such low inventory and so many buyers out there, especially like the millennials, and our market's very well known for millennial, millennials purchasing. Uh, we just have so many job opportunities, you know, so many great schools around here. We're all starting um, to have families and getting, yes. getting into our 30s. You have and- a lot of younger families. Um, so, you know, a lot of those, of course, millennials then are purchasing homes, you know, a lot of first time home buyers in our area. So um, I, I only foresee that there will continue to be a shortage of homes, um, especially in certain price points around here. You know, if you try to find a home in Raleigh under 300000 it is flying off the market um, just because prices are continue to increase. Um, the average price point right now, I believe, is around 315 to 318 um, for the triangle market. So yeah, I mean, I'm in agreement here that there is still going to continue to be a shortage of homes, and that's not going to be lifted anytime soon. Well, you mentioned a lot of first-time home buyers in our market for those very reasons, and I know you offer a great resource for a lot of first-time home buyers to kind of get familiarized with the process. Yeah, most definitely. So if you are thinking about purchasing in a home and you want to understand just the process from start to finish, um, you know, just kind of the ends and outs of purchasing a home and to make sure that you're always one step ahead of the process, we would love to share with you our home buying guide. And so our home buying guide goes through the whole process of buying a home. And so if you would like to receive a downloadable copy of the home buying guide, you can text the word contract to the phone number 555-888. So once again, if you're thinking about buying a home and you want to get a copy of our home buying guide, just text the word contract to the phone number 555-888. Very easy to get that guide into your hands. All it takes is a simple text, and we'll send you back a link to click and download that home buying guide. Very easy to access and to understand, learning the important terminology and steps to the process of buying your home. Just text the word contract to the number 555-888 for Angie Cole's home buying guide. Great for first-time home buyers, or if it's been a while since you've been through the process. Text the word contract to the number 555 555- Eight eight eight. We're talking about stats and figures, how they relate to us here in the Triangle and the greater Fayetteville area and surrounding communities. The number of single homeowners is at a record high, Angie. Over 38% of homeowners are single, according to the most recent data. And the reasons? People getting married later in life. Uh, that's one reason. And then increased divorce rates among older generations as well. And so you've got a lot of folks who are single now influencing the housing market in many ways. Yeah, yeah. I, and I could agree with that 100%. Um, you know, I, I am seeing that a lot more people um, are getting married, like you mentioned, later in life. You know, back in the day, I felt like the norm was, you know, 
right, you know, right out of school, your very low 20s, you know, it was expected to be married, you know, way back in the day, it was in our teens, right? Uh, but as, you know, times have changed, I'm seeing a lot more people get married for the first time in their 30s, you know, that's not uncommon. And then unfortunately, the divorce rate I know is higher as well. Um, so, you know, maybe someone was married at one point, they got divorced, and now they're single again. So um, I completely agree with that, that we are seeing a lot of single homeowners um, in our market. Influencing what builders are doing as well, maybe a little increase in ranch style homes and more entry level homes, that kind of thing. Yeah, um, you know, I wouldn't really... Hmm. I, I wouldn't really say that they are tweaking their floor plans based on, you know, the single homeowner, um, just because I feel like a lot of people when they do buy a home, they're always thinking about their next steps. So for example, maybe I'm single right now, but in the near future, hopefully I plan to get married and build my family. Um, and I feel like a lot of people, they buy a home expecting to stay longer than what they do. So a lot of times they do buy a home a little bit larger than what they need. And so in that that case, I would say, you know, builders are, I mean, yeah, maybe they're doing a lot of entry level homes, you know, there's uh, multi-generational, there's ranch homes, you know, for those empty nesters. But, you know, I wouldn't say that they're really building one product to really gear towards the, the single homeowner per se. Okay, interesting data. One last one to throw at you here, Angie. Uh, this was pre-coronavirus, but it was a study revealed the top worries of 2020 for homeowners. Wonder what the study would say now. Uh, number one on the list was worries about needing to make major home repairs. 32% of folks said that was their biggest worry was home repairs. Uh, potential decrease in a home's value was the uh, other top concern for 17%. And then the other top responses were increasing mortgage payments, difficulty finding a new house, and not being able to sell at all the current home. But interestingly, 18%, which would have ranked as the number two response, said they had no housing worries at all. Your reaction to those numbers, does that reflect what yeah. you see when you talk to homeowners and sellers and those kinds of things? You know, I, I completely agree with uh, make home repairs. And to me, that kind of qualifies. Um, for example, I, I see whenever people are looking at homes, their biggest concerns are, well, what's the age of the roof? What's the age of the HVACs? Because those are items that are pretty costly, you know, so if one of those like an HVAC breaks, that's not an inexpensive fix. And so I would say that is definitely a concern, you know, once they become a homeowner, well, what if I have some major repair that has to take place? You know, do I have the means? Do I have money saved up in order to take care of those? You know, I do, you know, of course, you know, we hear from time to time people that are a little bit concerned about, you know, the home value. Um, we are in such a strong market right now and homes are continuing to appreciate that, of course, people are just waiting around. Well, when is the bottom going to fall out? You know, going into a recession eventually. Um, and so there's very concerned about buying at the top of the market, which I, I do not foresee that there will be any type of recession like we had in the past, you know, in 2007, 2008. And then, you know, the the last thing you talk about, like the other top responses were increasing mortgage payments. I don't tend to hear that. You know, I think a lot of us um, are very conservative and we get a fixed interest rate. And so unless the taxes just go up significantly, really your mortgage payment shouldn't change all that much from year to year. Yeah, I agree with you. That one seemed a little bit uh, a little bit interesting. Worrying about increasing mortgage payments 
it's a pretty small jump usually that it goes through. So hopefully nobody's seeing large increases in their mortgage payments with taxes yeah. and those kinds of things. But other than the general bump ups that we get from time to time. But, yes. uh, but yeah, very interesting data for sure. And so if you have any questions about that, uh, wondering about buying or selling homes here in the area, you want to turn to a uh, great real estate team that knows how to navigate all these waters, knows how to take national data, like we've talked about here, and put it into context of what's happening locally. Because sometimes what you see in the news happening on a national level may not apply to the local community. And that's why it's so important to work with an agent who has their pulse on what's happening in this exact market. And that's Angie Cole and her team at A. Cole Realty. If you want to get in touch, you can call or text Angie at 919-538-6477. Again, call or text to reach Angie there, 919-538-6477. You can also go online and find us there and start your home search at acolerealty.com. That's A-C-O-L-E, realty.com. You've been listening to the Savvy Realtor Podcast. I'm Walter Storholt alongside Angie Cole. She's the owner and broker in charge of A. Cole Realty here in the Triangle. And if you have questions for Angie, we invite you to go online to acolerealty.com. Listen to past podcast episodes on the website, read the blog and all the great information, including the option to find a home right there on the website. That's acolerealty.com. And you can also call Angie with your questions, 919-578-578. 3128. Did you know that Angie Cole also has a radio show? Tune into the Savvy Realtor, Saturdays at noon on 106.1 FM WTKK.